Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. I feel like it's been such a long time since we sat down and, and talked hoops. Uh, if, if y'all don't know what happened, basically, we, we went to the point where we're actually just recording the show once every two weeks now instead of twice a week. I didn't get that memo. You didn't get that memo? No, no, no. no, no it was no, in the no. Slack. And I, I was in the In all seriousness, though, to the viewers, we do the show Tuesdays and Saturdays. We also do things that prohibits us to not be here to do certain shows. So if we're gone like we just did on a Tuesday where we're not going to record, don't hit us up constantly with a thousand messages asking when is the next podcast going to come out, when it's just going to come out Saturday. If we're not here to do it and we're in New York for business reasons and work reasons, we can't do a podcast because we're not here. (laughs) So that doesn't mean that a podcast is mysteriously going to come out of the air on, on a Thursday. <laughs> We're just going to wait till Saturday to do it. So if you didn't get one Tuesday, you're going to get one Saturday. If you didn't get one Saturday, you're going to get one Tuesday. All you got to do is follow us on socials. You'll see that yeah, we will let you know yeah. if yeah. the episode is going to drop exactly. at a different time. It's never a need to, to, to ask because it's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. We will never neglect you guys. Trust me. That's a fact. Um, but since we haven't recorded in a week, we got so much to talk about. I don't even do we start with the all star or do we start with the debut of a certain NBA player? I, I guess think we, we start with the debut. Let's start with the debut. Yeah, okay. That's only right. So the game was on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, Zion played Wednesday his first official night. NBA game. And we all planned, we were in New York, of course, we all planned on going to the bar, just chilling, watching Zion. And then after the first quarter or so, when he only played like three or four minutes, you're like, you know what? We can just watch the rest of the game in our different <laughs> hotel rooms. Because obviously he's actually on and the minutes from watching the game to halftime. Then the end of the first quarter, I was like, I'll see y'all later. And then once I left, I kind of knew y'all were The dominoes. Yeah, yeah, we like, can we get the check? We out of here. Yeah. So how long did y'all stay? Did y'all stay uh, maybe five minutes after you. We just, oh, yeah. we just dipped. Yeah. We just dipped. Um, but yeah, the first three quarters, Twitter was going crazy. Call us Zion Fat. Just saying. <laughs> a bunch, and basically, everything except for good things because he didn't do anything for three yeah. quarters, basically. The first half, he was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. And I guess that's what you would expect because you don't want to try to force anything right away or you don't want to try to put your body and strain it as soon as you get back on the court. But he did look like he was trying. We seen him make a couple good plays. I thought there was one. He had one play where he had made a almost like a half-court type pass to Etwan Moore for easy layup. Yes. And, yeah. and that wasn't just in transition. And, and he had another he, go win against to B.I., I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. And if you can get those guys running, which I'm assuming Alvin Gentry is trying to do, then he's the type of that, He's going to make those type of That's design you like to see? Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, like, every, every, like y'all just said, um, I take a shower. I'm in bed. Mm-hmm. We got a big Thursday coming up. We're about to do a lot of different things and catch our flight. So I'm like, I'm trying to get my rest. So they losing, Zion not really doing anything. It's not like some crazy game for Zoe or B.I. So I start dozing off. But I got like one eye open type thing. And I'm steady. Mm, I hit. He hit the three. I'm like, oh, okay. E, fat Then I saw he catched, caught a lob. So now my one eye that was a little open is not open. I'm like, okay. He came back and hit another three. Now both eyes is open. Motherfucker hit another three. I, I, by, the, by the end of it, I started sitting up, and I was hoping that they would win. And you know what I mean. I saw when 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 Zoe was supposed to call the timeout, but didn't. It did the pick yeah, and roll. He did that a couple yeah. plays. He and, was just um, literally giving Zion the ball as he was coming up the court. And for some reason, they kept leaving him open. It was giving me the hope that they that they would win that game, and he, he would be able to play more. But of course, they ended up taking him out, which was mm-hmm. really disappointing. And I I thought. You know, I, I understood it, but at the same time, I'm like, y'all need to win every game. Yeah. Just put up, Especially just going against the Spurs right. where they're all fighting for that AC. Yes. Yeah. That's like all those teams are like those are playoff games whenever they play each other. Yeah. And I understand that they're trying to be conservative with them, but they want to win games because they're definitely going to try to make the playoff push. And whether it's they're trying to do it later in the season, at the end of the day, he's going to need to be – on the court in late game situations, so he's going to need as many reps as he can now, so they can you know try to secure that eight spot. They did the same thing last night. He only played twenty one minutes. As yeah. Well. So in the first game, he scored seventeen points in, right. in three minutes before he was taken out. And then there's a clip of like you can read his lips to Alvin Gentry. He's like, "Leave me in, coach. I can help us win this game." And Alvin Gentry wanted to leave him in, mm-hmm. but the medical staff pulled the plug. 
apparently the medical staff has a higher ranking than the head coach, at least in this case, when you're talking about potentially your franchise player, the guy that's going to lead you to X amount of championships in their eyes. Mm -hmm. So they pulled the plug when in reality, the man should have been on that floor because he was the only spark. Soon as he come out the game, all the defense falls apart. They can't score, and then they lose to the Spurs. And then the same thing happens last night. He, you know, he has another good game where when he's on the court, the team Tremendous looks great. Block. And then when he's off the court, things fall apart. Yeah. And it's, Which, it's stuff going on here because they're trying to incorporate Zion. Yeah. They're also trying to reincorporate Drew, who Drew. just came back from yeah. the injury. And because of that, these last two games, we haven't seen all-star quality Brandon Ingram. He's mm-hmm. kind of taking a step back. and So is Lonzo. Yeah. And it's at the point where, like, man, it's this is like – they need to jail, but they don't have time to do it because yeah, right. they are in the hunt for the playoffs right now. Last thing I wanted to do, wanted to see when this happened, was to see B.I. and Lonzo take a step back from what actually got them in this playoff hunt. And it's just evident yeah. that it is happening, but it's just how fast can they fix it to where they can get back to rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of would have re- reverse engineered it because, like you just said, they were, they were you know, main reasons of them being when they had the 7-3 and three, Last 10 games, we in a playoff push. And a lot of the game, the few games that they lost, we looked at like, damn, if they had Drew or they had Zion to help them get that push, it would put them over the edge because mm-hmm. it was some close games. Mm-hmm. And you even look at that against, like, the Nuggets and the Spurs. They were essentially close games that, that were winnable for them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just about them gelling, like Kenny was saying. But The, the Nuggets game was crazy because they gave up so many offensive rebounds. Like, they just couldn't hit the glass. Mm-hmm. When Zion was in, that. when he was off, it was – but it's terrible. I think just the lack of easy buckets they can get, especially in the half court when they aren't or they're limited from that transition, a lot of them is just they're going to ISO ball. Mm-hmm. And if Brandon Ingram's not, you know, putting up those type of numbers, then sometimes you're not you're gonna struggle in that fourth quarter. I just think they need the game. to continue to pick up the pace and whatnot. Um Zion is the first player in NBA history to attempt at least twenty shots in his first two games and make at least seventy five percent of them. That's ridiculous. Um, he, had he was four for five for three, right? Seven points and 14 rebounds in the two combined games. Mm-hmm. Over the last 30 seasons, the only number one overall picks with that many points and rebounds in their first two career games are LeBron and Carl Anthony Towns. So he in good mm. company with that. Great. Um, but, yeah, Zion has been doing his thing. Um, 2K is definitely crazy for that ping diamond oh, because I feel God. like he's going to top that 22 points <laughs> easily. Um, and I don't know where they're going to go from there. As soon as he off that minutes restriction, he's he's going to be averaging over 22 points. <laughs> but like, I like it, man. This is, not, it's he's not time. even in like full game shape. Yeah, know? it's yeah. Good, it's good timing though, man. Ja was doing his thing um, and, and and holding it down for the rookie class. Zion coming in and, and bringing some excitement and kind of living up to some somewhat of the hype. I don't know if the, the hype is kind of crazy still but you know still was doing his thing um we've got a lot going on in the nba and i think this is the right time for him to come in and, and live up to it and just add another dynamic and another exciting point in the season um but yeah I, I hope they continue to push hard i hope they can figure it out to, to win some games it would be a damn shame if they had such a good run with bi and, and lonzo and um josh hard mm-hmm. and hayes and favors was doing his thing and you know, all of that momentum and, and the, the, the hope and the, the look of, oh, damn, they can potentially make a run for it to now be collapsed by Zion and Drew coming I back. I think last night they played 12 players, which is like, that's ridiculous. You don't need to play that many players. You know what I'm saying? Like, usually rotations are 9, 10 deep. 12 is crazy. Especially at this time of the season. Yeah. They got, they got a lot of pieces of the pad that they're trying to split up because, they you know, they're trying to play – you know, <clears throat> they have Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who's a yeah. young player. Etwan Moore is an experienced guy who comes in and sometimes gives them a spark. They have Hayes. They have, you know, um, Favors when he's in the lineup. J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. Is, we didn't even mention him in the whole conversation. Yeah. We didn't mention J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick. You know as, what I mean? as soon so, as they put him in the starting lineup to start winning games, and now he's back out of the starting lineup, now this two-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. I may sound like a hater here. But I don't want to see the Spurs in the playoffs, bro. I hope that that last place is taken no, by the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Blazers, or the Pelicans. I'm just saying there say a Lakers-Spurs series will be boring to watch. Let's be honest. I'd rather see yeah. Ja. I'd rather see Devin Booker. I'd rather see Dame. I'd rather see Zion in the playoffs than I opposed to seeing that. DeMar DeRozan. I, I, DeMar DeRozan is cool, a good NBA player. But I'm just saying I'd rather see one of the young d- teams make it. So let's, let's have a conversation right now. But since, I feel what? Since we saying that. Okay. 
Look at him about to defend his team. Well, no, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. I think the yeah. one team that would be more competitive would be the Spurs. And what? And what? what, what why? Why is that your case? Just because, besides like, you liking them, what, no, what no, I think the they're the more experienced team. They have Demar Derozan, who's a mm-hmm. All Star. They got Lamarcus Aldridge, which is another All Star. They got a Hall the of Fame coach. Don't have some of that. And the they're kind of they're though? terrible defensively. They will get blown yeah, they're out. Not the at, they're not at full strength. strength. Yeah, but. Nurkic would not be at full strength if he came back to that. I think that I think I'm gonna double check this, but I think the Spurs are terrible defensively too, which is probably why they're 20 and 24. I don't, yeah. So they're not as bad as the Blazers. We should. I don't think we should be talking about defense defense for any of these teams. And then also outside of the playoffs, because that's why they probably outside of the playoffs. Defensive ratings. Um, the Trailblazers are 25th, which means they're terrible. But the Spurs are 21st, so they're not that much better. We're talking like. Defensive ratings at 112 and then 111. So they're like one point apart. They're both bad. They're both bad defensively. And I, I'm not saying that the Spurs don't deserve to be there. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think it'll be more fun to watch a Ja oh, yeah. or yeah. a D Book finally make it or seeing Dane back yeah, in the playoffs. I, I tweeted a few days ago that the one thing I really want to see is the Pels versus Lakers in the first round. It'll be great. Yeah. I, I want to see. I, I want to see the that, best series. I don't. That's gonna be a tough series, man. I feel like Zion might struggle next. I think their best lineup for the Pelicans is when Zion is going to be at that center, center spot. yeah. And, and the Lakers are huge. Yeah, yeah, the Lakers are huge. So, I mean, it could really go either way. Maybe he excels in that spot because maybe he uses his speed. I don't know. Like, he would have to deal with Dwight and Anthony yeah, Davis and JaVale. very tough for him. And then don't Rondo got Drew Holiday number? They're, they're not going to start him. They're together. Center, so no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah he'll, no. he'll, he'll find, they'll, they'll find a way. And the one thing about the Pelicans is they that they have so many bodies. So they – they can go at whatever pace y'all need. They they need to go at with y'all. As long as they have a lineup sometime this season where Zion is at center and Josh Hart is at power forward, I'll be happy. JJ Redick at the I'll be happy. Spot, yeah. Josh Hart had like thirteen rebounds last. JJ Redick at the what? The shooting guard spot. Yeah, you got B at the three, Lonzo at the one. one. So who who, who, <laughs> who you keeping out there? It might have to be Drew Holiday. Yeah. So oh, that's tough. Um, but that was my question. Out of all of these teams, because we have one, two, three, four, five right here. Which one would you prefer to see in the AFC? You have the Grizzlies, Spurs, Suns, Blazers, and Pelicans. They're the, right there. On I think the Pels will be the most exciting team to watch. Go against I the Lakers. I think I'd rather see the Grizzlies personally. Mike, it one's not a bad choice. The Grizzlies or the Suns? Yeah, I gotta go Grizzlies, man. I gotta go Grizzlies for sure. Like I said. The Pelicans and the dynamic and the story is cool, but I'm I'm not looking for the story. I want to see somebody scare the Lakers. I want to mm-hmm. see Mike come up here and have a a, a fake ass sense of confidence. We okay? That was one game. That was one game. That was one game. Down, that, was, confidence that, that, that was one game. You know what I'm saying? It was one game. I want to see something like that. And I feel like the Grizzlies have that young spark. They have the interchangeable mm-hmm. big man. Yeah, because you, you can't you cannot get up to play the Grizzlies because yeah. they will come out and, and play up. They to have the some veteran presence, and y'all like also are uh, like so bad in the first half to where in the playoffs that can come back and bite you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because the Suns are cool, but then it's like the Suns they have they got their own stuff going on too. They yeah. got uh, you know it's just weird stuff going on there. I like the Trailblazers because they'll have some stuff, some guys coming back. Uh, it's hard to depend on guys coming back when they haven't been there in none of the year, though. Yeah, Nurkic's going to take a while to jail. He's but, to... you know, then you also have Melo. That's yeah. a good storyline as well that gives you – but you also – then you also get the Melo-LeBron matchup. Out of all Ooh. these teams, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard is the best player yeah. on any – so you have an MVP caliber player who can put up a 60-point game. And steal you a game or two. Yeah. Shout so. out to, to him for that. But other than that, that team has been <laughs> – that team has been hard to watch as a – if I was a, a Trailblazer fan, I'd be upset. But it's it's only because of the injuries. Like, yeah. uh, we could talk about the mini trade that they did just because it's it's um, we're talking about them right now. Baysmore and Tolliver and f- two second round picks got exchanged for um, Trevor Reza, Wendell Gabriel, and Camp Cam- Caleb Swanigan, who used to be a Blazer. And they did that specifically just to cut their luxury tax in half. Um, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help, honestly, because Trevor Reese and Ken Bazemore are very similar players at this yeah. point. Um, but it's just to save them some money. It's yeah. like we're not going to get those trades we want to see, y'all. It's just going to be these little things, little players moving here or there, unfortunately. And then um, the trade from yesterday is, you know, the main thing is Golden State finalizing a deal to get Willie Cauley-Stein to the Mavericks. And then the Mavericks is sending uh, – a 2020 second round pick via Utah. Uh, the first trade was Justin Patton mm-hmm. um, going to the Mavericks for Isaiah Roby. 
Um, who we were, who we we like. We li- I like Isaiah at the, Roby at, at the, the draft yeah. combine. I hope he does get some PT, and I think that's a good little unit that he going to a good little um, incubator, so to speak, <laughs> in, in the Thunder. They got like like just a lot of young guys who are trying to figure the things out, like Darius Baisley himself, and mm-hmm. Justin Patton was one of them too. And then the Mavericks obviously cut Justin Patton. Um, and I was happy that he was going. I was like, Justin Patton is maybe going to maybe going to get an opportunity mm-hmm. that he didn't get because I, you know, not that I feel super bad for him, but he was almost like damn near like a lottery pick. Do y'all remember his significance? Like, what trade was he a part of and early in his career? You asking me? No. I'm asking no. anybody. Oh yeah, the Zach Levine trade. Yes, he. So yeah, the Jimmy Butler trade. Yes. Um, he got the <laughs> through and that, and he was hurting. So yeah, you know, and he was killing the G League with the Thunder. For Willie Collins sound though, I think this is a good spot for him. I yeah, hope so. Prayers yeah, up to the white power. With the white yeah, power going so. down, who is Luka Doncic's like main guy in that pick and roll situation? Mm-hmm. Willie Collinstein. He is a he's a spot. pretty good roller. Yeah, Willie mm-hmm. Collinstein is, and he's athletic enough to go get lobs when you throw him. So he just ain't got that 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 space and ability that exactly. the white power has. Yep. Um, yeah, but prayers up to the white power. He was being man. he was so good for That's them this my season. Man, yeah. man. Um, just, I remember when we talked about him opting out. Yeah, I was like, why is he going opting out? Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna get at least he left. And it's, to, it's so scary to watch freak injuries like that because it can happen at any moment to any player. It's just yeah. like, is, am I the one that, like, I don't even think about NBA players. I think about when we hoop. I'm yeah. like, bro, okay. I make that yeah. move. Exactly. Yeah. I exactly. make that move, bro. I do that all the time. And I, yeah. me, t- me, that happening to me, I don't have, I'm not playing in NBA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm going to still have to go, you know, walk. Down the stairs right. to come. And you're not gonna get the same treatment <laughs> yeah. as an NBA. Player. Yeah, and the recovery time is gonna be longer because you don't got the best medicine like they do. Mm-hmm. So but it's they, yeah. The injury bug has been kind of killing the NBA. It, it has. We just found out that Larry Marketing is gonna be out four mm-hmm. to six, and and somebody else has recently got injured this week too. Jimmy Butler went down. Jimmy Butler, injury. and we don't know the about that. Which is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have missed some time. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn had an Achilles injury, but it's I mean, was it Achilles? I'm pretty sure it said Achilles is the reason he sat Somebody, out, but it's not uh, the severe. Uh, Richardson just got hurt too. Yes, that's yes, what I was thinking did. about. Josh Richardson. Richardson's gonna be out for a few weeks. So yeah, the injury bug is out there. It's that time of the season where everybody's waiting for the All Star break to get that rest. That's another reason why a lot yeah, of these teams that do have opportunities, like the Pelicans, should be trying to make those runs yeah. and take advantage of these teams that that could be potentially be. Yeah, struggling. that's terrible timing for the Sixers because they need him. Yeah, he's been playing. He was player of the week last year, uh, last week for the NBA. So. Yeah, the injury bug is, is going out there. But we had to talk about the All-Star Game starters. Um, for the Western Conference, we got Luka, James Harden, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi. And for the Eastern Conference, we had Trey Young, um, Kimball Walker, Pascal Siakam, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. No surprises no. amongst us. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I know a lot of Heat fans were disappointed, but like I had mentioned when we did our personal ones, I am a firm believer that Embiid won't play, mm-hmm. and I think that's when you guys are going to get your Jimmy Butler uh, all-star starter. Uh, but, yeah, that's just very similar to what some of us had. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Some of us got... 10 for 10. Some of us didn't. You know, yeah, that's I, it. That's I, I, I know, that's I know Mike had Kyle Lowry, if I'm not mistaken, so over, Trey Lowry, Young. over Trey Young. Um, I'll take a 9 for 10. Yeah, 9 for 10, 9 for 10. You know, you did decent. That's all right. You're just still in last right now. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Uh, but, yeah. I think the, the most fun thing about these is when you see, like, the, the voting breakdown. Mm-hmm. I only can find the Western Conference one right now. Maybe one of y'all can help me find the Eastern Conference. But it, it breaks down, like, where players rank amongst the fans, the players, the and the media. media. And you get to see, like... Players' respect towards other players, or how the media perceives yeah, a certain I player. I saw that Rudy Gobert was like fifth in media, but ninth in NBA. Something, yes, yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. And then the fans vote; he was eleventh, which wasn't top ten. But um, I, I want to find the Eastern Conference one because that one showed that Jimmy Butler did not get many votes from his peers. Mm-hmm. The the players did not vote for uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy so, Butler got. He was ranked sixth in player ranking. So that's that's telling something because Jimmy Butler, does, you know, he's he's probably higher than that. We really yeah. ranking. And then Udonis Haslam came up and had a quote that was like he that um if you put him in a cage if you put him in a cage he'll bark at the cats. But now he's in a system where he's with other dogs or something like that. I just think it's very interesting to see that Jimmy Butler doesn't really have the respect of his peers, with mm-hmm. especially with his up and coming, you know, yeah. stuff I mean, like that. His, his impact on the court, I think, to really truly see it, um, you're you got to kind of be his teammate alone. I know you're going to be, but we see it. We're yeah, not his teammates. I, yeah, but what yeah, people have to understand, what you have to understand is that some of these guys 
play with him. Some of these guys he have issues with. Some of these guys. So you say like right. Ben Simmons so don't got him on the, like, on the list because whatever happened with them too. Not Ben Simmons, but just like yeah, it's just yeah. that beefs around the league. Yeah, some people might. The he's a, he's one of those guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's getting into it with T.J. Warren. He's he's having fallouts in the Timberwolves. That's the wrong. Yeah, I think. Oh my God, that's that, yeah. You're right because so, why would a Pacer player put him on the ballot when they homie T.J. Warren yeah, just got into yeah. it with? They don't respect him. So. I, I, they don't respect him in that sense to where I'm going to vote for him. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he has the competitors respect and they respect him on that basketball floor for sure. But yeah, and this, and again, this is voting, bro. This is voting. They, it, this is voting. Who I, some, sometimes voting. Yeah, some people, people might even want to take it that seriously. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. voting for their yeah. brand. Felicio got two votes. Me. Exactly. So. Yeah, I saw it was like a poll where they said like the fans need to take it more seriously, and then someone quoted it and like showed a list of all the players that like were voted for and it was like a bunch of no names Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the the fans taking it not serious doesn't matter because you know damn well the the players in the media not voting for taco or Or alex Alex russo or zaza patulia from a few years ago so it when people got mad about stuff like that i'm like bro you don't even understand how the voting (laughs) works if you're upset about that um, no matter how many votes they get, they're not going to be in the game. It's just not going to be in the game. It's not going to be no NBA player or coaches. I mean, our media is about to meme it up. That's a that's a fan. No, thing. yeah, I don't. I, I, and I don't think that fans are thinking that they're going to play. But it can, it is annoying. I, I know the system, and it still annoys me just because this is like, what, what are you doing? It's just I, I I don't know. It's just it ruined because it, it's supposed to it's supposed to be something where it could potentially matter, but it's never going to matter because of this. So I just don't understand why people can't just seriously vote. It's just like, and I think that's part of the NBA too because they shouldn't have the, the Caruso up there to be an option. Because when you do vote, because I voted, and like when you do the starters or whatever, they have people up there, and it's like people that you would just be like, why is he even? Why can I select him? I should yeah. not be able to select. You can literally just Google a player's name, and then it'll just say vote for All Star, right? I'm glad it's over, though. Thursday, we find out the reserves as well. So next Saturday's show, we'll talk about that. I think that's the more interesting one Mm -hmm. because we knew the starters. I think it's so many players that deserve um, the all-star nod. It's just depending on what the coaches believe in. And that's that's the big one. And timing matters, too. Like, Russell Westbrook has been amazing over the past month or so. Yeah. And when he started off slow. And do the do the coaches look at what he's done recently opposed to the beginning of the season? I don't know. But his teammate – I'll briefly say this before we go to our first break. James Harden has been god-awful in 2020. Um, as far as impacting the game offensively that's not related to free throws, he's shooting 35% from the field and 25% from three. Talking about James Harden, MVP conversations, you know, past four or five years. And so far this month, he's just been god-awful. Luckily, he has Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. to, to help his team out and, and carry offensively. Yeah, when I was watching the game last night for the first time, I was just like, Damn, this team actually doesn't look that good with Harden on the court by himself because mm-hmm. he's just not really like doing shit to contribute like how Russell Westbrook was when he was on the court. It's just so weird to see somebody do do this, especially when we know that he, he's been averaging thirty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been averaging thirty seven, but now he's shooting thirty five percent. Sometimes field. this stuff is surprising, but then sometimes it's not. Man, I just the Rockets are that organization, and that, I, that's why I stand on everything that I said when. What was that like a year or two ago? We I broke them down and was yeah. saying they were a fake contender and things like that, and they fans had a prop. It's just not real. They're it's gonna always be basketball. fake contenders. They 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 rely on things. It's just not real bad. It's kind of like when you play against somebody in two K and they cheese and they relying on some bullshit to help them win, and then when the bullshit isn't there to help them win and it's obsolete. It's not there to, for you to rely on. It's the same thing with the Rockets. You know what I mean? When the one for 17, I'm going to hang my hat on. It's just like it, for you to do what you did in the Western Conference Finals against the, 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 the Warriors when you couldn't buy a three and then to still have nights where you're one for 17 from three mm-hmm. means you didn't learn your lesson. Mm-hmm. So, But I think it is a blessing in disguise that Russ is thriving without yeah. shooting a three because yeah. it could be a wake-up call. That's and it the most thing. They yeah. can and lean was... on in the playoffs, and he can give them a different – Gear and a different thing that they can rely on because mm-hmm. they have to switch it up. They have yeah. to if yeah. they want any. And success. I think James Harden should kind of do the same thing Russell Westbrook is doing. When James Harden does get to the rim more, he converts. Yeah, he's very he's very good at That's finishing with contact. And when those threes aren't falling, 
I mean, he doesn't have to limit himself and take three a game. He could still jack up maybe six or seven if he's not shooting that well. But Which we've seen really, him do. Yeah. We, we really got to see him just get the easy ones. Not everything has to be a hard bucket. Yeah, Westbrook has definitely, like, stopped shooting the three ball. Right. He's and, legit getting all right. mid-range and, he's not, and layups. He's not yep. shooting deep mid-ranges. He's even getting closer to the basket now. Yeah. He's shooting little post-fade jumpers and, and taking advantage of the small guards. <laughs> he's taking advantage of the spacing on the court. He's really just utilizing, you know, what the defense is giving him. I, I think James Harden's just, like, a victim of the system. He's not going to go against what Mike D'Antoni has like put mm-hmm. into his head. And, and that's another thing with the Rockets. When they ever when they do move on, do they have to move on from James Harden too? Because I can't imagine James Harden playing almost a different way at this point. Yeah, and, and I always think about this with James. When he gets older, how's he going to play? Oh, when it's like when he's crap. not as athletic. Yeah, he's like, not sure threes. Yeah. Be, I think his game. I think his game transitions well older into really, his life. If he really Joe got Johnson. to that point where he was like his age was kind of affected his game, he would be a, a, a awesome six man again. At, once he gets to like a thirty six, I just don't understand how somebody that's strong physically with that physique isn't posting up. Because mm-hmm. when he goes to the when he goes to the to the basket, like you were saying, in attacking, he's too strong for people. That's why he draws fouls. So why wouldn't you post him up? Just don't understand it. But we can go into our break. Yeah, we're going to take our very first break, and we'll be right back. Last night, Kawhi had a, a triple-double, for the, which I didn't know if it was his first one ever, mm-hmm. which is good to see. But uh, the main thing is that's like his seventh game in a row with having 30-plus points. So I think right now at this part of the season, we're starting to see Kawhi pick it up yeah. um, in a time right now where a lot of people are kind of uh, dissecting the Clippers, I would mm-hmm. say, because even us, not not you know – uh, intentionally, but it's just like it can be frustrating, you know, when you have a team like that, and it's like him and Paul George never play. Paul George plays, he doesn't play. When he plays, Paul George doesn't, and we see them lose games that we think that they could win, and they're only like thirty-one. Not mm-hmm. only, but it's like we expected them to be a little bit more better. Mm-hmm. So I know it could be frustrating for their fan base and, and basketball viewers, but I, I like that Kawhi is kind of doing his thing. And then there was a story about you know the players from last year having. Having a hard time adjusting to now having superstar players having a certain superstar treatment. Mm -hmm. And we saw Pat Beverly come out and tweet that was fake Fake news. news, Uh, And then we also got a statement from Kawhi saying they don't know what's going on in the huddle. So it's a lot going on right now with the Clippers, and it's good to see Kawhi responding in his type of way, which is to go out there and put on a show and and provide buckets. He's always going to be this. He's always going to go out there and just put on his hard hat. And we've seen with the Hawks that when he's not on the court, they lose that closer. I'm, Lou Will is obviously still there, but Kawhi has shown that he's one of the best in the league at, at closing out games for that ball yeah. or for that ball club. I, I I'm glad you brought this up um, because my mini rant that I wanted to go on was related to Kawhi Leonard getting his first triple double. Mm-hmm. Again, it is surprising that this is his first one, but it's not at the same time considering he's he's never been an elite playmaker to go out and get you ten assists. But the the rant I wanted to go on had to it's like. When you go onto Twitter after stuff like this, when you when people find out this is your first official triple double, I see a lot of people saying like, "How can he be a top five, top ten player when he's never got a triple double?" Oh before? my god! And listen, you automatically outs yourself as a casual fan. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being a casual fan, but don't be trying to debate basketball if you're a casual fan. Kawhi Leonard said it himself in that post-game interview. His job is not to get triple-doubles. His job is to play winning basketball. And that's the, that's the thing he's done for his entire career. He has probably, I think he has a top three winning percentage in his career, mm-hmm. considering he's played with the Spurs. And then with the Raptors, they were great. And now he's great again with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. His job is to play winning basketball, close out games. It's not to get triple-doubles. I don't even want Kawhi Leonard passing the ball, considering how good he shoots from the field. <laughs> Just shoot that bitch. Just keep shooting, Kawhi. So when, when people say stuff like that, it's crazy. Russell Westbrook has done a great thing when averaging triple doubles. Was it two years in a row? He's normalized it to the yeah. point where, like, when somebody has a triple double, it's it's nothing great, which is that's cool. You know, he's he's done that, but everybody's not built that way. Russell Westbrook's a, a special monster. LeBron James is a special monster, a guy that can do literally everything offensively. Kawhi's just not a great playmaker. And also, when at at that thing, like when Russell Westbrook was doing, we never had a discussion on if he's the best player in the league. Exactly. As a triple-double doesn't equate to – I mean, putting up a triple-double doesn't equate to being great. You yeah. Sometimes you have a great night. I've seen players that aren't very good NBA players go out and put out a triple-double. You can just yeah. have a night where your passes lead to buckets when it normally doesn't. Mark Foles had, like, the quickest triple-double ever. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's the youngest player to ever have a triple-double. And like he, Kawhi, he didn't jump up in ranks. 
<laughs> we want saying he's the greatest rookie of this class. Um, but Kawhi's playmaking this season has been a ton better than it was. Like he's averaging five assists per game, which is up from his three. His average is three throughout his career. So his playmaking is better, but that's just not what he does. I'm ta- I'm taking Kawhi to take those shots. Don't pass yeah. that, that up. Don't no, pass it up. Yeah. He's almost creates a mismatch on anybody with him because he's way too strong and his upper body when he's raising up for that shot, it's very hard to contest those mid ranges. Mm-hmm. That's his. That's his move. It's just crazy to that. He's like getting it together, but like Paul George isn't there. I would just love mm-hmm. to see them get it together together. Yeah. Instead of now, we're gonna have to have Paul George come in, mm-hmm. and now somebody's numbers is gonna take a step back, and we're gonna have to see how they fix it and how it all jails, and it's just gonna it's gonna be hard. It, it is. Um, Lou Williams put out a post on Instagram after the, the I think it was, um, was it Sam Amick that had the report, report that things are going bad in the locker room? Montrez Harrell's getting yelled at by Doc Rivers and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like their team building is fine. They going out to Lou Williams' high school all together as a team, not like three people from the team, not his clique like the when whole that, team. stand up. It's just ETL, like, baby. and when that, when the, the video of Montrez Harrell saying that his team was kind of, they they weren't good yet. Yeah, they weren't a great team. I think that's that's something you just have to say. Doc Rivers you know, said the same thing. Yeah, you yeah. have to acknowledge that. Yeah. You know, it, there's no team in the league that's just untouchable right now. He literally just said the same thing Doc Rivers said. So I don't think Doc would go yell at him mm-hmm. for saying that. So. You know what's ridiculous? Changing the subject a little bit here. The Timberwolves, bro. The Timberwolves are terrible. And it's so sad to see. I They said Carlton Towns is as untouchable as possible. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. I know he signed the extension. So you, him and Bradley Beal, when you sign your extension, you, you that's what you're signing up for. Your team to be bad. But golly, we I watched this team play, and I'm like, bro, Wiggins is back to regular Wiggins. He's you know he started off the season so amazing. When you're like, man, is this the new? Nope, it's nope. He's same old, same old, same old, same old. I just don't get how he could do that. How, how can he come out and tease us a little bit, and then just. He does it every year. Yeah, I get every it, yeah. year he has glimpses yeah. of where he looks amazing. Like this is it. This is he gonna fix it. And then he just shows us nope. This team is fifteen and thirty, bro. Fifteen and thirty. That is a bottom five team in the league. But then Cat miss like fourteen. He, he games. missed. Yes, he missed a lot of games. But even since he's been back, they haven't won a single game. He hasn't won a game since November. Since November. <laughs> since November, Carly Towns has not won an actual NBA game. And again, he did they, miss fourteen they games to, or whatever. They need to turn something around. They got to do something. Not, not trying that's to make the playoffs for nothing in the near future, but they, they need to get some type of trade. That's more frustrating up. than mm-hmm. any of it. Is that it's one thing to lose, mm-hmm. but when you're not doing anything about it, trading Jeff Teague isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, they have Philly looking at Rocco. Yeah, they're gonna and they're gonna have. Yeah. To, they're gonna they, have to do. They're gonna have no to do way. that. And I mean, that's that's that the tough part. They're really gonna have to get rid of a guy like that. Veteran player. There's he's he's somebody that was really hooping for them, and they need to be trying to figure out what they can do with mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, they really. Hey, do. it ain't nothing. They should have traded. Oh yeah, when, when he was hot. When he was hot. When he was average at twenty five. They need to get some type of momentum. I ain't seen no player yet that's untradeable. Carl, pick up the phone. I ain't seen it yet. I mean, no, no, he's definitely not untradeable. But you're not trading him and getting something in return that's going to help. That's all. His 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 trade value is negative at this point. So you're probably throwing a pick to just get off his big ass contract. Shit, give a get a complimentary player. That that sometimes so they're so infatuated with potentially getting D'Angelo Russell that they don't want to do anything yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And the the wolf, I mean the Warriors are like, bro, we're not trading you D'Angelo until we know you got you a get, top three pick. Yeah, that's sometimes what needs to happen. Is sometimes you need to go into a trade where it looks like you're not getting what you're giving. It looks like all oh, the value isn't there because what sometimes happens is you may get a guy who, yeah, he, his his numbers may not be anywhere near Andrew Wiggins, but his game may be tailor-made for Carl Anthony Towns to have you have a better team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that needs to happen. You're not always going to trade a 20-point score and get a 20-point score. You might trade a 20-point score and get a guy who's only scoring 14, but he's shooting 39, close to 40% from three, can guard a couple positions, because that's what they need. They don't need this whole – the whole theory of having Wiggins is 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 they're going to attach themselves to what we attach them, ourselves to. It's hopefully he's going to do something. Hopefully this is it. Well, that's been a it for three, four – Yeah, so it's like at some point, point you have to let that go. 
and you have to start over because the the the, the uh, priority should be Carl Anthony Towns. Because what you will end up doing is you're going to push him to a ledge where you're just going to have to trade him and then build around Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> so that, that's a scary, yeah, scary thought. You're in for failure. But man, he's he's guaranteed twenty seven million, then twenty nine million, and thirty one to thirty three million. If you trade it for Wiggins, you got him for four more years. And I. I feel bad for any organization that has to do that. I just do. That's about what his ass need, too, is a change of scenery. They need to just break that marriage up. They need to break that marriage up, man. Agree. In, in all seriousness. Or, you know, I don't know, because it, it, it ain't what's happening. And, and they seem to just be stuck on not trying to fix that situation for whatever reason. For whatever reason, and but. at this at this point, there are of course still. I do follow people on uh, Timberwolves Twitter. There are some people that are still believe in Wiggins, but a lot of a lot of them are like it's it's over. The experiment is over, but they just don't know. Like what team right now would trade for Wiggins? Not many, just because every team is still trying to compete. If you're trading for Wiggins, you're trading on him. Like maybe he will do something. Mm-hmm. The Suns don't need that. The Pelicans don't need that. The Kings don't need that. They, there's no teams that could use Wiggins at this moment. So I feel like he's going to be there until the contract is over. <laughs> until the contract is over. Yeah, you're going to have to trade him to a seller. Yeah. I, I mean, you're going to have to hope that maybe a team like the Pistons mm-hmm. think that he can come and just rejuvenate themselves. A lot of teams that would have, uh, maybe the Hornets, but they probably want to get a center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spend yeah. that money. I, I, I'm more of somebody who's going to protect the rim. Because I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd rather more just of a three and D. Because even yeah. Andrew Wiggins, when he's not, you know, scoring the ball or being effective on offense, he's not like he's locking down the no. opposing teams. Exact the best player. Yeah, yeah. He actually yeah. did a pretty decent job on Harden last night. Well, uh, somebody had to, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to discredit him, but that's the guy we just talked about for just like being in a, a, a struck all of 2020 so far. So he's just not hitting shots. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Opposed to him being really, like, locked up by Andrew Wiggins. It, yeah. Shout out to D. Rose. He scored 20-plus in 11 straight games along yeah. his career. So shout out to him. We kind of seeing, you know. Get him out of there. Free my man. I do not want to see him with the Lakers. Please don't do that. You know what? I want to see him I'm in a cool situation. Yeah, you cool with it? Win. But we just saw... Well, it's not the same D Rose, but him go to the Cavs and play with LeBron. It oh, he's work. way better now. Yeah, he is he way is. better. But, but I agree with you from, from that standpoint. I wanted to see Derrick Rose go somewhere where he's winning, but yeah. he's also continuing to be the Derrick Rose mm-hmm. that we see right here. I don't yeah. want him to go somewhere Spot up. where he's spotting up and his game has to change. But if he can go there and continue to be himself and do what he's doing now, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. If we can go to another team and and, and do that, I'll be I'll with be the for Lakers. It. I think. Bringing another guard and shot creator is really good for just the rest of the regular season because LeBron can just re- continue to. Re- I think it will really help you all second unit. Yeah, I mean it, it, that is potential. Well, but I think he's about it than Rondo the, when we get to the playoffs. Way better. LeBron's going to be playing like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to need Derrick Rose out there, and and that was most of those times. We'll probably need a wing or something. So, are you a Laker fan that believes y'all need to make a trade? Or are you fine with what y'all have? Because I think LeBron I'm okay with what we have, but improvement, about being okay improvement for is now. always it can be a necessity for us as well. Like I said, I think we definitely could use another wing. They said he Danny Green was in an interview with Zach Lowe, and he was talking about how good the chemistry was on the Lakers. He said this is the this is the most fun team he's ever played for, and this is the most chemistry he's ever played with, which is saying something considering he's won two championships already and been on some of the greatest teams of this like this decade. So. That that posed Zach Lowe to basically say, how could a team like that that like the chem- the chemistry so good where everybody is being together? How can they make a trade? You know, if you trade, yeah. even though Jared Dudley not playing many right. minutes, and I think that he's a locker room from, dude from the very beginning of the season. Like I said, there was just a common goal, and when you have a team full of basically veterans, except for maybe you know. Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. I guess, would be yeah, yeah. their youngest, their youngest yeah. guy. But everybody knows, you know, been in the league for a decent amount of time, and they understand what it takes to win, especially when you have championship DNA on that team. Yeah, I think that's easier said than done. We see a lot of teams that have been constructive with that same type of mindset. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a group of guys in order to win. We're going to have veteran presence. And, uh, it, that don't, I don't really think that guarantees anything. It just uh, helps when you no, have LeBron I think it attached helps the chemistry. to it. Yeah. I think it just helps the chemistry in that area. Yeah, because, like, yeah, there's so many championships on that team. JaVale know what it takes to win now. Uh, Rondo know what it takes to win. And even if that means him not playing minutes, I think they'll both be fine with that. Right. And we've been doing a really good job at just having the next man up. When JaVale yeah. McGee went down, Dwight Howard definitely mm-hmm. picked it up. When Avery Bradley, he, he's continued to struggle shooting, but KCP will come in and mm-hmm. he will play big minutes. Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels. 
we're just we definitely just got people that are ready. I to can say whoever right trades for Derrick Rose, you got a secondary fan in me until his contract is up. You said you'd be a Lakers fan. If, I, I would. If I would root for the Lakers, Lakers if Derrick Rose was traded there. Not You're right. First time ever. Yep. Because yeah, I, I root against them I'm every night. I'm to be a Derrick Rose fan, but I ain't gonna be no. <laughs> but no, that's that's the part. I'm just for his what I'm saying is that like him getting a ring just does so much for his resume. So. If he gets traded to the Lakers, I want to see the Lakers win just so Derrick Rose could get some jewelry. Mm-hmm. Or if he gets traded to, I don't even know who. There was one more team that said they were interested. What team was that? Do y'all remember? Pretty sure it was the Clippers. 76ers. Seven, oh, no, the 76ers. It was the 76ers. It was the 76ers. That's the case. Let's go Philly. Just because I want to see my man get a ring. That's all. And if it don't happen, it don't happen. But I need something to root for because mm-hmm. my team is ass. <laughs> get him back in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Just, Just – Continue to build that resume, D Rose. That's all. What y'all think about Draymond when he was asked about the All Star uh, criteria? And he said, "The shit that matters in this league don't really matter to me. It's all about how to make the game better for the offensive player, which is probably the reason these ratings probably suck." It's pretty hypocritical because last year he made fun of Rudy Gobert. Yeah, because it seems you know, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit hypocritical. It seems like he's just kind of salty that he knows he's not going to be an All Star. <laughs> yeah, team. he's not even in conversations. Yeah. My man was like number one hundred on fan voting, media voting, <laughs> and, and player voting. Yeah, it's a bit hypocritical, but I I agree with him. I one hundred percent agree with him that like the defensive players don't get as much love just because a, a little bit of hand check gets you in foul trouble, stuff like that. Players like Dream, he know what he's talking about. But when you go back and look at his quotes from last year or was that two years ago, whatever, they're they're a little bit different. He wasn't talking this when he was the one in the All Star game, yeah. opposed to him being outside of it. That's all. I know it's a natural tendency. To compare errors and errors, and it's going to ha- continue to happen. I'm a fan of his, but when you start the comparisons, I think it is what it is. It's just a stand up measurement. I take it with a grain of salt. Who said that? That's a Jordan I, quote I just from saw this week. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what same thing I, I agree with too. Like, it's so hard to compare players when you think about the pace being so much bigger this year, the three point shot being more effective this this. Era that's, opposed that's to his era. Contribute to the reason why so many triple doubles now. It's just because the pace of the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people are shooting so many threes, and there's so many more just rebounds available for people to get. That's why I, I, I know that player comparisons is always going to be a thing in every sport, and shit, that shit happens in gaming. I was watching the East E League thing, and they were like, "Who's the best?" Blank, blank, blank. Like that's going to happen in every aspect of the world. But like, it's so boring to me, mm-hmm. especially when you compare players of different eras. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's so hard. There's no answer. There's no way to go. Especially when they're still in their prime and they have stuff that they could still add to their resume. It's boring with—it's boring with the wrong people. I feel like when you have, depending on who you have with, it can—it can be a, a good conversation to have and a cool conversation to have, especially when you're talking about people that's at, that actually seen certain things. But yeah, I don't want to argue with an 11 year old user on Twitter about players that Jordan you've never LeBron. seen. Right, so, or, or even like. A lot of times when you compare it to, like, the biggest one that I keep seeing on Twitter, no matter who it is, I keep seeing Jazz fans and Suns fans battling out between Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. And nobody has statistics. and no, There's just based on your personal preference, right? <laughs> and based on your personal preference, because both of the players are so good at what they do, it's literally what you prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's and no answer. if you did go off to statistics, it would be Devin Booker. If you're going individually, yeah. It's like you have to go individually if you're comparing players to me. <laughs> <laughs> we got that as well. No, I just think you would. I just think you would because I mean, like, what are you gonna say? Ain't like you know they they have a real good team. You know, it isn't like it's a Donovan Mitchell led team. I mean, there's an cons- Rudy Gobert's their best player. Yeah, there's an there's a, a, a Jazz fans will argue that amongst each other who their best player is mm-hmm. because I guarantee you say that and there's a Jazz fan out there that thinks Donovan Mitchell is the best player. Mm-hmm. So whenever you have that type of discussion, I think it's hard for you you're, you to be argued with winning when you're not like the clear cut guy. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I, I agree. I think both players. Shit, if I had to pick one out of the hat, I wouldn't be mad. That exactly. I yeah, yeah. they're just they're very close. That's the yeah. point. So. There's no. This basically your personal preference. At, at, at that's all. That's all. And I'm gonna go with. That boy out of Kentucky, personally, they both they both Kentucky Louisville. So that was the dumbass thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, damn, they that similar Kentucky and Louisville. Yeah. Golly, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's that's a good conversation. Shout out to Russell Westbrook too. His forty five points are the most scored by a guard without t- attempting a three since Dwayne Wade had forty eight against the Magic in December two thousand seven. That just tells you how much the game has changed, bro. Yeah. So that that was that was a cool little stat. 
And then, uh, Mike, the, the Heat, they are 20-0 and 0 at home this season. And then 0-2 versus the L.A. teams. So y'all out here. Well, Jimmy Butler did get hurt. He didn't play the last five minutes or so. I, I like saying that. I say somebody can talk his shit with his Nuggets hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, that boy got green, I red, blue, yellow. I mean, I, I respect You look the, Jamaican. Not respect. Love, it do look like you got dreads on today. It's like the dreads. But I love this, the Nuggets logo for this one. You know, I, I, you I know like that back logo. when we used to play the, the fantasy leagues and you got to pick your team? You used to play you, the, Yeah, because you got to pick your team that got all the best yeah, jerseys. You, you got to go the Nuggets, Who, the Lakers. Can you name me? The Lakers. Lakers they had the, the same best. damn jersey for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. The Latin Knights is one of the best Lakers jerseys. Okay, the they got one good jersey. Is that the black ones? Yeah. Bro, you got to go with Toronto when you go going best jersey. Miami, best. Jerseys, come on, man. Chicago, I'll give it to you. Y'all got some good. Jerseys. I mean, they're I good jerseys, yeah. but there's except not the, variety. That's the red and blue ones that uh, y'all had. I like. Um, I like the old ones. Atlanta Hawk ones with the uh, turquoise going through the blue. Uh-huh. Um, the one with the red jerseys and the blue shorts. You know what I'm talking about? The bu- old bullet ones. No, I'm talking about the, the Bulls ones. Oh, oh those, those, <laughs> yeah. those were when we were the um the rec leagues. What what team were we before we became the Bulls? I forget. Ben Gordon and warm though. Yeah, that that's them, disgusting. That's they disgusting. Was ass. Yeah, the Grizzlies got some good jerseys now. When you throw in the the Vancouver ones, the Aztec. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the Lakers are not top ten in jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to bring back the, the sleeve jerseys. The magic. Too, the actually, you got LeBron on your team. You don't want sleeves. You tell them shits off. The Magic pinstripes <laughs> better than the Lakers. Um, Facts. That's a that is a fact. The pinstripes are nasty. Yeah. So there's some teams out there with some with some shit. Unless we talking about M uh, MPLS. I'm like mm, jerseys. I, no. I like. Them. I didn't really. But like then the jerseys. Timberwolves just take those. Yeah. They got the baby blue joints. Technically, they did. Yeah. Y'all got to come out with the Crenshaw ones for Nip Hustle, Nip, mm-hmm. Nipsey Blue. That was rumor for a while. I mean, since he passed away, it's, I guess it's just some Twitter shit. Um. But yeah. Oh, players of the week. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going Dame Dollar. That makes sense for you. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Ben Simmons. 24, 10, and 9 with three steals. I was assuming one of y'all was going to have Russell Westbrook, so I, I just got him off the list. He deserves it. I'm not giving it to him. No, I'm going to Freddie Van Vliet. Should have won him. That's nobody has choice. him. I know. I'm but, you know, I don't, I don't like picking the stars at all, so I'm I just went with Freddie. You're t- picking Kawhi. He, he been Hashtag Bill with Ben. When y'all start seeing that on shirts and y'all start seeing that go different places, y'all know where it was created. I don't want to see no Philly beat writer trying to take credit. That's the one thing about Twitter. Man, I swear, Rudy Gobert had a defensive play against the Nets. You tweeted it first and then somebody took it and and reanalyzed it. And I know because it was in your video Mm -hmm. and you had using your video. And I'm like, bro, this motherfucker tweeted. You was... Cause I did it in real time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm like, oh wow. But yeah, um, rookie. Oh, it's the United it's Zion. Zion Williams. Um, team is the Raptors. I, no. What? Oh, That's I just the team uh, I had highlighted. I had the Raptors as well. Wait, Mike, who did you have? I got the Celtics as my team. <laughs> we almost had another unanimous. Um, Thunder, get some love. I, I can go Thunder. Um, they went four and zero this week as well. The Raptors are on a six game winning streak. That's why I went with them. Yeah, I had one Raptors. I, well. I, I, I always try to get the Raptors love mm-hmm. when they get it because Cushy, that's his team. And, you know, Cushy does these for anybody that doesn't know. So whenever they go undefeated or whatnot, I try to get Cushy some love. I'd also want to show some love to Norman Powell. I, just a lot of Raptors love right now. He had, he's had he been hoping recently, shooting like 60% from the field. I just looked up his season stats. He's averaging like 17 on the season, very low-key. Very low-key. Very low-key. Yeah. Shout out to Norman Powell because he's from where? UCLA. And who also went there? Wait, you you got it right. So name me two UCLA player, two UCLA, and you name me two. UCLA. You're like goatee as long as Lonzo, hell right now. I didn't know you were goatee. Zach Levine. Cool. Oh, cool. oh, oh, cool. hold on, you cool. dogging. Cool. There's a few more. Like, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, throw you, you, bad, you throw out you just match three. Yeah, you match three. So Kevin Love. He said Kevin Love. Didn't oh, he? No, no, he didn't. Said, okay. Come know, on, Mike. You know these. Drew Holiday. One more. One more to match. Bro, literally, you just said one. Who? Go, just go. <laughs> Who do you just Y'all put me on this, but I can't think of one. Right Once now. you say Drew Holiday, you should oh, think of Aaron Holiday. Yeah, Aaron facts. Holiday. But then you also have TJ Leaf. T- you have Darren Collison. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Aaron Aflalo. Mm-hmm. You have Kyle Anderson. Who fell out the league? Shabazz Muhammad. <laughs> Who fell out the league? Who fell out the league? <laughs> he did this one. Um, 
You know, that, uh, there, there's more. There's we should play man. a college game because I know me and P gonna have a college. This. I want to see y'all battle. Yeah, you know, as far as college, that, that was real good right there. That was I'm, really good. I'm not good with college. Let's go, Duke, he, real quick. He, before, he, before we end the episode, three Duke players. He's not either. Just, Zion, no, no, no. Go to. Go to. Go to. Zion JJ. Shut up, Zion JJ. Wait. Okay. No. No. Knock him down off a point. When we tell a motherfucker to stop. Let's see. Damn, why is this hard for me? Oh wow, this motherfucker gonna win one point. No. Turn it no. <laughs> Kyrie no. Irving, Lou All Dame with the dude. Jabari Parker, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> they, they those wasn't coming to mind. I, I was gonna say Kyrie, but I thought he went to a different school. Let's go. I don't know. Okay, one more. <laughs> Illinois. Mm. Darren Williams. Just Darren one. Williams. Just, Darren one. Just one. Max is Darren Williams. Just one. Pass <laughs> question. No, 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 no. I can name one if they came from a Chicago school. No, no, no. I can't Illinois. name Illinois. I don't know. You know Darren Williams is the head. first one that came to my Um The ones that come to my head are not in the league anymore. <laughs> so I don't even know yeah, if you went Darren Williams not in the league no more. Yeah, facts. Facts. It, I'm trying to think, is there anybody that's in the league right now that's from Illinois? In the league right now? I don't think they're in the league right now. I, but I, I got three in my head, right, or two, two in my head right now that went to Illinois. D. Brown, D Brown and Luther Head. They was on the same team with Darren Williams. Yeah. Okay, then let's go North Carolina. Easy. One, just, we just go one for one, one for one, one until for somebody one. don't answer. We're going to start with D Mills. We started with him with Duke. North Carolina, bro? One of the biggest hooping school. On, I ain't got one. What? Okay, so give one and you win. I lost him. That's the answer. You don't know Kobe White? Kobe Ooh. White, Harrison Barnes. True. Fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hands, bro. I don't know what schools they went to. Michael Jordan? I know Michael Jordan. Hey, I knew hey, Michael Jordan. Hey, clip that. I knew that. Michael Jordan. I don't know what school they went to. Somebody. I knew Michael Jordan, there. but. Okay, let's. I, we'll do one more, then we're in the episode. Um. Mm, what's Kentucky? That Kentucky. John Wall. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, John Wall. Yo, no, no, that's fine. That's yo. fine. Max John Wall. Aaron Fox. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Uh, Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> Don't let me. You better not let me down. Bust your head. Think. All you have to do. Andrew Wiggins. My, <laughs> oh, Wait. It's over. It's over. You went to Kansas. It's over. Kansas. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Are you fucking serious? Andrew Wiggins. Go name. You name one. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. Name no, one. Uh, Anthony you want. Davis. You didn't know Julius Randle, Anthony Davis, <laughs> Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Yeah. I never followed these players in college. Florida. Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah. Al Horford. Okay. <laughs> My God. Keep going. Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. They name the same team. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I'm going to help him out. Those are the only three. Wizards, 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 wizards. No, 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 no. He took it. God damn it. That's it. Thank you all so much for watching slash listening to this episode. Give us ratings. Um, All-Star Weekend for you Chicago fans. We got something coming. We'll promote it on the next episode. We're promoted, so be looking out for that, Chicago fans. We got an event that y'all can attend to come meet and uh, react and Interact with through the wire. So Chicago, not not just Chicago fans. It's Chicago. That's All Star yes, Weekend. Yes, so yes. get your All-Star weekend. If you can drive because we got. If you're from that, Toronto and you coming yeah. to All Star Weekend, yeah, hit us up, bro. It ain't just for Chicago fans because our fans are mobile. They get around. Shout out to Chino. That Shout boy got Chino. on a plane and thanks, came with thanks. Montreal at shirt, the last Expo minute shirt, too. Yeah, yep. All of that. So we got fans that are drive places. If you're in Minnesota, if you're in the surrounding Facts. cities, or if you want to get in the plane, and even if you're not going to the game and you're in the area. You can come out and chill with us, and we'll talk about that more uh, on Tuesday. That's it. We out.